that's been in the desert for 50 years. They have a, um, a very good reputation of being very efficient school and uh, my involvement was uh, from hearing about their reputation and knowing some of the people involved and how caring that group is about. So uh, it's, it's been a, it has a long history of just being very good and stable and reputable. We breed the dogs, we breed them there because it's best that it's under our controlled environment. Train the dogs from, from birth to puppies. And then once we find those dogs that can move on to the next step, they're trained. And then we find the humans that are eligible and we train them with their partners, the dogs. Puppy raisers are a very key. Uh, once the puppies are eligible to go to a home, that's where they get their socialization. So the puppy raising process, we use volunteers from the community that they take our puppies when they are about eight weeks old, um, and then they raise them for about a year and a half. When the puppies are born, they are too young to learn how to be guide dogs, and they need some basic training. And that's just basic obedience, your sits, your downs, your stays, that kind of stuff. Um, and then basic house manners, how to behave in a house, how to not jump up for food, how to, you know, go to the bathroom appropriately and all that kind of stuff. And then once they've, um, the dog is, gets to about a year and a half, that's when they can actually come in for the formal training. So we have some of the best, most qualified trainers in the nation sitting right here in the Coachella Valley. So formal training, we call it in for training, and basically it's guide dog college. So they learn how to wear a harness, they learn how to pull into that harness, they learn all the basics of being a guide dog, so that's stopping for elevation changes, so stopping at curbs, stopping at stairs. They learn how to navigate their person around an obstacle, they learn how to um, move their person in a straight line down the sidewalk, so it's this combination of a bunch of different tasks. Um, once our dog has passed that position, then they go ahead and they move on to our advanced training. And so that's everything from learning um, about traffic and learning how to be uh, respectful of cars and where cars are when they're crossing streets or if there's a car cutting into a driveway. Um, they're learning how to navigate indoor areas. Um, so finding indoor stores, moving around um, to different aisles. Um, so that's kind of our advanced training. As much as we have to have the right dog, you have to have the right temperament for a human. What you need to do in order to prepare yourself in order to get a guide dog is, uh, one, you need to make sure that you have really good O&M skills, which stands for orientation and mobility. And what that is, is the way you need to orientate yourself in a normal setting and mobility, meaning that you get around independently by yourself while you're using a cane. So pairing the dog with its new owner is a very important part of the matching process. It's, it's important about um, how we make these teams possible. Um, it's very, very important. It's something that Guide Dogs of the Desert really strives to get right um, and to really work on. What we do is we have an application process for our students, and that's a combination of 
learning about that person, learning about their home environment, what they do on a regular basis, what they're looking for in a dog, not just as a mobility tool, but also as their partner, as someone that they're gonna, you know, the end of the day, that's their dog at the end of the day, that's just gonna be living with them. It's, it's a partnership. So these dogs, when we take them, we've taught them how to be guide dogs, or they, we've taught them how to do guide work. They're not guide dogs until they've actually done the work with a person. We know it's happening, the person knows it's happening, and then all of a sudden you'll see it in the dog, that the dog goes, oh, that's why I learned all this crazy stuff. That's why I'm doing this. You know, when you first meet a dog, they don't know you from Adam. And uh, it's kind of, who is this guy? And why is he here? And then you just kind of spend time together and play a little bit, walk a little bit, work together a little bit, and just become, uh, just get, a, get that relationship going where the dog gets to trust you and you get to trust the dog. And, and they just give you a, a sense of independence and accomplishment that you just can't get from a cane. The guide dog in general keeps you safe, but Augie will be uh, my best buddy from now on. So when it comes to actually owning a guide dog and actually living with it outside of school and it's just you and the dog has been such an eye-opener for me because using a cane is great and it does open so many doors, but I feel that I've gone beyond that with a guide dog because now this has opened another set of doors for me that has really broadened my horizon with my independent living skills, my independence. In the next 50 years, I want to see that expand. I want to see our process get better. You know, we're a national school. Although we're in this region, we're still national. And we get people from across the country coming in there. So, yeah, I like to see us expand. And I like to be able to see us be more efficient and, and, and uh, delivering the dogs. And it's hard to put a price tag on somebody getting their independence and freedom from blindness. So the cost is, to me, is, is nothing when you see somebody be able to walk off their campus and be able to navigate this world independently.